Hey geeks, welcome back to the Geek Gals On Site podcast. I'm your host, Chin Lin. And for the first time in over a year, I'm actually not your interviewer. My lovely writer and fellow geek gal, Jessica Garver, from the Not So Minnesota Nice podcast, got to interview Felicia Day. Yes, you heard that right, Felicia Day. We did not attend an event for this specific interview. We actually did this interview via phone call. Felicia Day has a new book coming out on October 1st, and the new book is called Embrace Your Weird, Face Your Fears, and Unleash Creativity. The book takes you on a journey to find, rekindle, and expand your creative passions. Tune in to our interview with Felicia Day now. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is Jessica from Geek Gals. Hi, this is Felicia. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It really means so much to, to Geek Gals and personally me. I actually, I read your memoir a couple times. It basically functioned as a self-help book for me, which led me to oh, Geek wow. Gals. Yes, because of Geek Gals, it, you know, led me to interviewing you, which is obviously super exciting for me. So thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm so touched by that. I'm, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for taking time. Yeah, no, thank you for taking time. I know you're so busy. Um, so uh, I'll try to keep my, my questions short for you uh, so you can get on with your day. Um, so the first one I have for you is, did you expect uh, You're Never Weird on the Internet to to resonate so much with others? You know, no, I did not. I, I, I knew that over the years when I told my story, people um, enjoyed hearing it at speeches and, you know, in interviews. But when I sat down to really dig deep, I didn't realize that, you have to be so personal, but also that showing your flaws so deeply can help other people cope with their own. Um, so, and that's what really spurred me to write the new book. I, I, I saw how people responded um, to my memoir in ways of creativity, but also in ways of getting help for mental health issues. And I wanted to enable people to do that more on their own terms, and that's really what this book is about. That's um, amazing because my next question was um, if that had an effect on what inspired you to write and put together Embrace Your Weird. So <laughs> you basically already Absolutely. Answered that, right? Well, um, also because I I love self-help books, and this is, you know, uh, I wouldn't be here today without several books along the way in my journey kind of giving me the boost that I need. And so I, I wanted this book to, you know, be added to that canon, but also just be a friend to be able to uh, encourage people in an interactive way to uh, – be able to cope with uh, their enemies to their creativity and also just kind of redefine themselves as creators. Oh, I love that. That's that's amazing. Um, I Actually, I really love guided journals. I think they're a lot of fun, especially ones with fun activities. And I know this is an Embrace Your Weird. There are, you know, some of these fun activities. Um, was there anything about the ones that you chose for the book that really spoke to you on like a personal level? Yeah, with every section, I kind of... Uh, in my proposal, I had a lot of, you know, um, uh, exercises that I gave demonstrate, to demonstrate kind of how I wanted the book to lay out. And it's kind of a book in that you read a section, a short section, and then you have an exercise versus have all the exercises at the end of the book, uh, the chapter, like most books of this type. But I wanted it to be an interactive sort of dialogue between me and the reader. So, you know, I'll write a whole essay on procrastination, 
but along the way there'll be two or three exercises for people to kind of apply what I'm talking about to their own life. And so I have they're goofy ones, but they're also like really fun ones. And I especially I love the ones with illustrations because um, it kind of visualizes uh, in a different way, like how to deal with a problem, like dealing yeah. with procrastination or uh, really defining who yourself, who you, what your weirdnesses are. And if there's a a visual element to some of the exercises that really delight me and make it playful to really dive into who you are. Oh, that's amazing. And you're kind of almost going through the the journey in like a metaphorical way with these people because it is guided like that. That's that's really amazing. Yeah, Um, and there's personal, like there's very very personal stories along the way as well that kind of uh, try to communicate why what I'm talking about is important to me. I've gone through every block, every creative block, every identity crisis there is. And so, you know, and even while I was writing this book, I was kind of redefining myself as a person and a creator. And so that journey, um, I, I feel like much better adjusted and more excited to create now after going, going through that. So I hope other people take that away as well. Wow, that's really powerful. I, I have good feelings that that, that, that will come to be. Um, do you feel the writing process was easier this time around for you or was it just as taxing as you kind of mentioned in your in your memoir. You know, the memoir was actually easier because it was just about me. It was my personal journey. And while I had to kind of objectify my life a little bit for consumption, um, mm. it was really a story. It was a story I knew. So it was almost formatting. That was always a challenge. Okay. This book was a, a quite a it was this book was a little bit more challenge in that I'm taking a lot of catchphrase, you know, have that sort of like dive deep into yourself and and really define yourself as a creator. And those are very generalized terms that get t- thrown around that don't mean anything to us, right? Be in the right. moment. What what, right. is that, what does that actually mean when we apply it to our lives? And how do we make it a fun thing to incorporate versus like just a luxury thing? Yeah. So, yeah, the challenge was taking these ideas like jealousy and how do we frame jealousy in a way that makes it relatable and and adds humor to it in a way that we can laugh at something that we struggle with. And so, because I think humor really allows us to bridge gaps that we wouldn't be able to bridge normally. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was it was it was challenging, and it made me work very hard to dig and dodge and weave and approach things from a, a totally different way than I initially thought. But ultimately, I'm so grateful for it because that journey helped me, like I said, as a creator as well. Right, like you've grown now too, and in that process, you're helping that you're helping others to kind of grow and see their potential the way that you are, and you continually are because you're you're continuing to grow as well. Well, yeah, we are all changing every day, whether we like it or not, right? And yeah. better to yeah. be a little bit in charge of that change and 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 conscious of that change, so that we can be a participant versus just a passenger. Oh yes, I love that. That's perfect. Um, I know in your memoir you you spoke quite openly about depression and anxiety. That's one of the reasons why it resonated so much with me personally. Um, is there just like one like quick piece of advice that you could give to other you know geeks and geek gals and just people in general struggling with not being able to find their place, or is that kind of included in um, this next book? I mean, the book is all about that. It's all about you know, the, the the whole, it's about, there's so many geeky references in it, but it's all about defining yourself as a hero and learning how to take down enemies and confront them and uh, finding play in, in, in the practice of creativity. So it's all very focused on, I, I think the one thing that I would love people to take away is that whatever it is that is your enemy, 
the work of besting that enemy is the most fulfilling work that you can have. So, you know, I was, I was ruled by my anxiety for many years and it wasn't until I was like, you know what, this is a problem I have to solve. I have to work to solve it. And if I can't find one way, then I'll try another and another and another and another. And when I felt, and, I, and finally I felt empowered to at- attack this problem in my life that I figured was just part of who I was. And in attacking that problem, I, I've learned about myself. I'm a better creator for it. I'm a better person. And uh, so I guess, I guess embracing the work of whatever it is uh, that, that is holding you back, uh, embracing the work of, of defeating that enemy is really fulfilling and should be included in your life, whatever enemy it is that you're facing. So basically, just never give up and, and by embrace your weird, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, embrace who you are. That makes you, yeah, embrace what makes you different and embrace the work of getting your voice out in the world and overcoming obstacles to getting that voice out in the world. That's, that's awesome. Um, switching gears to podcasting, uh, it seems you've had so many different, like, amazing metaphorical hats over the years. Um, what made you want to start po- podcasting? Well, I do a, a small podcast on my own called Felicitations that I update, yes. like, monthly, and it's just me alone, and I love it. It's just very rambly and not a profession at all. But Voice to the Stars is a, a amazing podcast I'm a part of. It's a scripted uh, – it's an improv sci-fi fantasy uh, comedy. And it's me and Colton Dunn and Janet Varney and Steve Berg and now Kirsten Vangsness is a new member of the team this season. And we are this misfit uh, misfit group of characters who are traveling through space trying to get home to Earth and in the process kind of inadvertently destroy planets along the way. Um, so it's very funny and it's very uh, – it's it's – semi-scripted, so we kind of know where the story's going to go, but all the dialogue yeah. is made up. So, so whenever I hear an episode Ooh. back, I don't know what's coming out of my mouth. So it's completely new to me and surprises me as a listener. <laughs> um, I have moments like that on, on my podcast as well. Uh, it, it happens. Um, can you talk about your character a little bit? I believe she's a scientist, right? Yeah, I play a, uh, Elsa Rankford, and she's uh, the chief science officer. She is a kind of She's a, uh, an heiress dilettante who loves to learn but never completes anything. And her parents kind of own half of the earth. And so, you know, she has this sort of flighty, um, insecure, know-it-all, very Ravenclaw kind of attitude um, that doesn't go a long way. A lot of people don't take her very seriously because she is kind of a goofball. Um, <laughs> but it's a very fun character to play because it is a little bit too close to home in the know-it-all yeah. area because I'm a very big know-it-all. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, I'm really excited to listen. I actually just found out about it when I was researching um, questions to ask you, so I'm, I'm excited to, to listen to that for sure. Um, yeah, our new, our new season comes. Our new, our new, our new season just premiered this week, September 17th. So you could jump in for the new season or rewind to the first season. That all the episodes are up and free wherever you get podcasts. Oh, awesome! Definitely, we'll start from the beginning. Um, and I know, okay, this next question is one of those questions that you probably shouldn't ask. Don't worry. It's, it's a tame one. Is there a particular uh, favorite, is there a favorite character, um, that you've played over the years? It's like, and you, you've been in so much. You've literally worn so many different hats. You know, Buffy, Supernatural, The Guild, Ducks the Horrible, like, that's just a few. Um, is there one particular character that you maybe like I, the most? <laughs> I mean, I, I love Codex from the Guild because I created her as my yeah. sort of uh, voice in the world. I wanted to represent myself, but also uh, women who are not being represented, especially in the geek space. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very authentically uh, a, a snapshot, a creative snapshot of where I was in life at a certain point. So that's probably the closest to me. And I also love playing Charlie from Supernatural because she is kind of a much stronger, self-assured version of myself. And I yeah. shrinks whenever I visit her. Oh, that's awesome. That's so amazing. I had actually written um, one of, like, a little side question that's like, do you think Codex is still happy working at the game? And I was like, well, it's been a long time. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. Like, we left her off there. You know, I, I think about that char- those characters now a lot because I think, is there a way to approach them now? Because gaming is so different. So the guild, we don't really have guilds anymore unless you are, like, playing WoW Classic or whatever. So, yeah, sometimes I think about where they would be in life and uh, follow the threads. And sometimes it's a happy thought and sometimes it's a very sad one. <laughs> oh, I, I bet. I know because um, being a writer myself, like, you, you have those characters and you do kind of fall in love with them. And so, like, thinking about them, you're like, okay, well, what would they be doing? And it's not always positive yeah. and it's not always negative. So it's it's cool. Well, I thank you again so much um, for this opportunity. I know I didn't have um, very much time. Um, but you were wonderful. Um, this was actually my first big interview, and I was super nervous going in because I've got Yay! a lot of social anxiety, so I feel like it went good, and I really appreciate you doing it. It was a great interview. Oh, yeah, no, so thank much. you so much. I hope you enjoy I hope you do more in the day. future. Oh, I yeah, no worries. You too. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. bye-bye.